computer. All right. Good evening, everyone. Thank you very much for coming across to another uh, episode of our podcast. And in this episode, we have Narupa. Narupa is going to be with us uh, moving forward and, and as, in as much as episode that we have. And uh, Narupa is my good friend. Narupa is a psychologist. Um, so Narupa is really, 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 really good at what she do. Narupa, how are you going? I'm good, Randy. And you? I happy, you know, I happy and, you know, just really, really blessed and really, really thankful. And you guys, in today's discussion, we're going to be talking a little bit about anxiety, right? Anxiety. And, you know, Narupa is, is a person that I just always, you know, go to and talk to, um, you know, ask for different opinions and different stuff and so on. And Narupa is very, very good in, uh, in counseling. And so on. And we went to we went to we went to school together and so on. So Narupa, just tell us before I talk, tell us a little bit about yourself and your practice. Okay, so my name is Narupa Nanram, as Randy rightly identified. We went to USC together, we studied together, we uh -huh. interned together, and we also consult together. Uh -huh. This is how we learn from each other, and uh -huh. this is also how we teach each other. Right, so, right, right. Like Randy, I'm also a counseling psychologist. Mm -hmm. I work with kids. I work with individuals and couples as well. Sure, 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 sure. Nice. And so, Narupa, um, so today's discussion, we're going to be talking a little bit about anxiety. You know, to me, every single human being go through anxiety, right? Right now, my Knicks, my New York Knicks team, the last last season they wasn't doing so good. I was full of anxiety, full of anxiety. They wasn't doing so good at all, at all, at all. Full of anxiety. This year, they, I find they get they are doing a little better because they buy some players, so they're doing a little better. So we go see. But so we go talk a little bit about anxiety, what anxiety is, and you know what is the effects of anxiety and how uh, we can help and how we also help our clients with anxiety and so on. Um, so guys, so this, this podcast, you know, me is, is going to be concise and precise, and we're just going to talk a little bit about, about anxiety, and we're going to help you guys out on what we do to help our clients with, uh, who are going through a level of, of anxiety. So let's start now, Rupa. What is your definition of anxiety? I know there's so much online and so much, uh, uh, on, that they teach us and so on, but through your own definition and so on, you know, just bring it down to earth. What is your definition of anxiety? Anxiety is really a feeling. Yeah, it sure, is characterized sure. by yeah. feeling intense fear, feeling worried, feeling uneasy, and experiencing occasional anxiety is normal. However, if it becomes intense, if it mm -hmm. prevents you from going out, from sleeping, from mm -hmm. eating properly, and it affects your everyday life, mm -hmm. then we have a problem. Right, right, right. So they say, so last year when the New York Knicks was losing bad, and I was like, and I, and I, let me just say, I felt a way where I, I didn't want to go to work. I didn't want to go to, you know, I didn't want to go out of your house. And, and I, all I was thinking about is New York Knicks losing. You would say that's a problem, right? Well, yeah, it's affecting how you live your normal life. Right, it's right. It's affecting right, your right. ability to function normally. Yes. yes. And to that fulfill your duties, etc. Yes. So yes. problems we haven't. Yes, yes, yes. And that is one of the key that I just look out for when 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 I talk to clients and so on, when I realize that they're not functioning, you know, especially in school, work, and, they, and these these are these are some mm. of the institutions, school, work, church, 
or oh. in the fa- home and home and so or, or sometimes in the playground or sometimes um, yeah. in the in, in the in the um, sporting sporting life and so on. Once they're not functioning, then we have to figure out what is the cause of not functioning and, and if anxiety is the cause, then we deal with the anxiety as is. It's all about functioning. Sometimes they're not sleeping and so on. So once they're not sleeping well and so on, once they're not functioning, then that is when we just step in and say, okay, something is, it, you have an issue there and anxiety uh, is just one of the of the issues and so on. All right, so so thank you very much for that that, that, that definition. So let's, let, let's, let's deal with some of the causes, right? You did, so from your experience in dealing with patients and so on, and I know that, I know that we have a lot of studies uh, and we went through a lot of studies when it comes to anxiety and so on. But when it comes to your patients and clients and, and what is the common thing you see, especially in the Caribbean, the Caribbean and, and, uh, and specifically Trinidad and Tobago, but the Caribbean wise and so on. I talked to some clients um, in the whole of the Caribbean and so on. And, and you know, we see, this sim- we see similar uh, symptoms of anxiety and so on. But so, so let's go with the, the symptoms. What are some of the causes? Let, let them be the symptoms, because the symptoms is oh. very important. And I, and I get sure. individuals asking about symptoms a lot more than the causes. But let's so do the symptoms. So what are some of the symptoms of anxiety? Okay, well, before we, we look at the symptoms, mm-hmm. I would like to mention that um, anxiety and for that fact, a lot of other mental health concerns yeah. are influenced by factors like your family history. Family history, so yeah, 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 if sure. You, if you have relatives who have experienced mental health issues, yeah. there may be a, a genetic predisposition. Yeah, yeah, Also, child, childhood experiences, right? Being bullied, neglected, or abused as a child. Mm-hmm. And also your own surroundings can contribute to how much anxiety you experience. For example, if you live in a high stress neighborhood or, you know, a, like a bad neighborhood and you always yeah. have to be watching over your shoulder, yeah. this can also make your symptoms worse. Right, 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 right. And I know now, what I realize is that um, the COVID, right? COVID, yes. yeah, COVID caused a lot of high level of anxiety to go up, right? Because of the fear and you know, so anxieties are, are something. I, I can speak to that. that yes, yeah. It has affected me because I was pretty anxious mm-hmm, to mm-hmm. be out in public because I mean, when the cases were rising, we didn't yeah. know, especially with this Delta variant, we didn't know who had it. Yeah, yeah, Some yeah, of yeah. them had it and they were pretty healthy. And um me with my issues, I did not want mm-hmm. at all mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to get sick. Mm-hmm. So definitely COVID. Right, right. And you know what is nice to hear what you talk about there, Narupa, is that even uh-huh. though we are therapists and, and psychologists and so on, we also go through life traumas, life events too as well. Uh, the mm-hmm. COVID it affected all of us, all human beings. It affected. So it's like we also have to constantly work on ourselves too as well, even though we are therapists and, and too as well. You know, so I was I'm glad to hear that that we are not perfect individuals neither we still we're have to go humans. through yeah we are all humans and and um, and there's and one thing i would like to, to to mention is that you know every single human being go through stress every yes. single human yes. being um, go through stress every single human being human being go through a level of anxiety too as well uh, you know but it's how we manage yeah. it right that is true it's how we manage the anxiety and um you know it's very important that we learn 
how to manage anxiety so that you won't reach a point where we are not functioning as you as you're saying and that is when now a therapist comes into 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 the into the picture because individuals have not learned how to the function within that that environment of you know of of anxiety all right so right. so we, we're talking about anxiety guys and, and we're symptoms. talking and yeah so we're talking we want to get some symptoms of anxiety so that you know they, they so when, when i get a phone call people say say that you know i feel i have anxiety boy thing and so i ask them so how do you know you have anxiety what are some of the symptoms yes. That you know that you have anxiety. Talk to me. So I know you give me some examples of what customers will tell you of what are some of the symptoms of anxiety. Well, many clients speak about feeling nervous, feeling restless, right. nervous, or being yes, tense all the time. Right, right, right. right. Having yeah. a sense of impending danger. Yes. Panicking or doom. Oh. Having yes. elevated heart rates because you know the body when you're in a state of panic. When you're experiencing anxiety, your body mm. is prepped for movement because you're anticipating something going to happen. So right, 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 adrenaline right, right. kicking in. This is a whole neurobiological thing happening here now. Yeah, and right, your right, adrenaline right, right. kicking in to prepare you to act, mm. right? We talk about rapid breathing, mm-hmm. sweating, trembling. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they even feel weak or tired and could barely move. Oh. Could barely get out the door. Right, right. They also right. have yes, yes. trouble concentrating. Yes. Right. They, yes, they yes. have trouble focusing, especially at work, at school, mm. and it affects their performance. They also have trouble sleeping. Remember, we talked about the adrenaline, and when your body is on the go, it yeah. is hard for you to relax to get that sleep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, 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 yes. And when your sleep is affected, right? that throws off your entire day just even one night could affect your your day after so you could imagine a couple days a couple Mm. weeks not sleeping properly what that could do Mm. people also have um gastrointestinal problems such as acid reflux Mm. and it may be they may think it's totally unrelated to anxiety but sometimes it is so this is why you also need to check with your doctor Mm. right they have problems controlling how much they worry and how much they worry yeah because you right, know right, worrying right. is normal is a normal part of life you're worrying about your next and yeah. i'm worrying about my covid right yeah. but at the same time when that becomes the sole focus right i mean for me i know i'm concerned about this is an example i'm concerned mm-hmm. about i may come into contact with someone who's infected right um I may spread it. So mm. to prevent that, I'm being proactive here. Instead of worrying about that, mm. sanitize frequently, um, change clothes upon entry to the home, wipe doors, door handles, all these things, you know, keep six feet apart, wear my mask all the time when I'm outside. So mm. these things are precautions I will take for myself to prevent that from happening. However, yeah. if I'm constantly worrying about, oh my gosh, I might get COVID. Mm. How is that helping me? I can't really function. I'm just thinking about it all the time. And it is basically prohibiting me from acting. Because my brain is preoccupied with that one thought. Yes. Mm. So this is where I mean by um, uncontrolled worry. Yeah. 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 And, um, you know, you said some good points there. I had a jot down. And 
is we talk about <laughs> sleeping. Yes. That sleeping, that sleeping part of it is very important, right? Because we talk about if you have a high level of nausea, insomnia, right? So you're not, you're not really, you're not sleeping properly or you're not sleeping at all. Uh, I have clients told me that sometimes they, they sleep, <coughs> excuse me, they sleep and they jump out of the sleep, you know, like as if well, they, they, they just wake up after a nightmare so, they, and so they're unable to sleep properly. Yes. Um, so sleeping, you see, the thing about sleeping, guys, is that sleeping helps you to regenerate yourself. You're regenerating yourself. And your sleeping helps you to function better on the next day because you're regenerating your, you're resting your body and you're regenerating cells within your within your body and your brain and so on. So when you are sleeping, you are actually healing yourself at times too as well. But when you're not sleeping, um, you tend to not function the next day, and then with, with a high level of anxiety and no sleep, that just catapult the issue to even to be even more worse. You know, so sometimes I would say sleeping is just it's just a good therapeutic method of just, you know, just getting a good rest, a good night's sleep. That is, is really, really good, you know, because sleeping really do help, at, uh, you know. Um, that's why, you know, that's why sometimes you have clients come and they, and they talk about their, when they issue with sleeping, I try to help them to, to work on their sleeping, you know. Mm -hmm. So that's, that, that's important. Um, and, you know, we... Another one of the um, issues you talk about is the the, the fear and, and and of of, of the, the rapid heartbeat, beat, um, you know, just beating fast because of some perceived fear. So it's like a flight of yeah. a fight or flight situation where the where the clients are in where they they, they have a perceived fear in their mind. No, right. So the body is prepped to act. Yeah. Right, right. So some some I, I don't want to get into the science of it. But you know, some 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 chemicals are releasing from your brain to, to prep you now to either to fight or to or to move or to run because yeah. of as because you know because anxiety you know is uh, you fear for you have a perceived fear of something, right? Mm -hmm. it, it is a perceived. It not, it's not happening, but it's a perceived. Let me just right. say, Naripa, a dog want to run you down. That a dog barking at you, I want to run you down. You don't. Your brain don't prep and say. Hey, Either you, either you pick up a big song and you pull that dog, Narupa, or you get out it. So your brain prepping, you know, to get out it. Now, the thing about anxiety, I realized, Narupa, is that when you have a perceived fear, your brain, yes. that same prepping that your brain is prepping for is prepping you all through that perceived fear. So that same adrenaline, that same uh, chemicals releasing from your brain when you prepping to run away from that dog now or to pelt that yes. dog, is the same is the same chemicals releasing when you have that perceived fear, and if yes. you have that for a prolonged length of time, it can break you down, and that it is does. when now you start you stop functioning and you know that we can do that that not functioning and you're not sleeping properly because you always have this perceived fear in your mind, you know that something so, is gonna happen, something, something is gonna happen, to yeah, yeah, something is gonna happen, and sometimes. It is really nothing. It's just a perceived fear, or sometimes it could be something from the past that yeah. kind of perceive. You know that they have something that, that event happened in the past that triggers that perceived fear. You know, yeah. so sometimes we have to deal with that too as well, even from the back in the past, Narupa. You know, um, but sometimes it may even be a real fear. Take for example, living in okay. a bad neighborhood. So oh yes, it's true. Yes, in yes. In that way, 
anxiety can be experiencing that level of anxiety not not so much as it preventing you from coming out of the house but having that little trigger mm. it also helps you so mm. you say for example you live in a bad neighborhood yeah and you come home from work say at six in the evening these days it's pretty dark at that time mm. right yeah. so in your mind you're anticipating mm-hmm. there may be characters about Mm-hmm. Yeah, true, you know, true, I'm true, going true, to prepare true. myself. So, because of that, as you say, perceived fear, yeah. we yeah, think yeah, something yeah. may happen. Yeah, we make yeah, preparations. Yeah. So we call somebody to meet us out the road. Yeah, yeah. walking with us, or somehow we organize to get a drop to our home, right? And yeah, also right, 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 we right, right. work with company. Don't do that. Don't do it alone. Right, 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 right. So. Right, right. So anxiety, a little bit of anxiety could help us prep in anticipation of a future event in okay. case it happens, in case right. it doesn't That's happen. True, 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 true. true. Right? So, so, so what you're saying, Arupa, is that sometimes a little anxiety is good. It could be good. Take, for example, another example, school, being in school. You're anxious about, okay, tests coming up. Mm-hmm. Right? What am I going to do? I can't mm-hmm. if worrying about the test is not going to help. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. So what I will do, I will pull my topics and start to do self-revision, self-tests. Right. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. That bit of anxiety is helping me now to help myself later on during the test. Mm-hmm. Because worrying about it, thinking about it and stressing over it is not going to help me pass the exam. True, true, but true, true, true. worrying about not passing the exam, I'm going to prep myself from now. Right, right. I'm going right, to right, study, right. Yeah. do reviews, mm. get help, talk with mm. a teacher. Mm. And that is how I will use that in a positive way. Mm. So later on, I'm not going to have any problems. You know how I look at it? I look at it as anxiety, as uh, uh, some kind of signal in your body. Some, some kind of physical signal. It's like a signal yes, for me. telling you something, something is up. Something yes. is up. Whether it's an exam coming up that you have to prep for a little more or, you know, just, just, just a mm-hmm. signal. But, you know, you have to verify it so that you, it's, it's just in case it's a, it's a, it's a perceived signal. Right. It's a real yes. dog coming after you or, or like yes. your, my New York Knicks doing Lala. So, yeah, so it's like a perceived, <laughs> it's like a perceived, it's like, it's like you have to verify yourself. And, you know, I, I will give you what I just do to manage my New York Knicks. I will let you know. Of course. I will let you know going down, coming down in this, in this podcast, um, exactly what I just do to manage. Because if I were to study New York Knicks all the time, Narupa, I feel I will, I will break down. I will mash up. I will mash up and I will break down because New York is just, ooh, they're not doing so good. That was last year. They did a little better, but this year we buy some players in New York. New York we buy some players. We buy some players. So and for some people, Narupa, is it is the West Indies? Yeah. Yeah, it's the West Indies cricket team. It's the national cricket team. Some for some people, it's football. You know, the team yeah. lost and they and they reach a point where they're not functioning at all because the team lost. You know, so so it's, it's many different um, things that could help that could you know carry people on, into a level of, of anxiety. And you know something before, before I continue, I always talk this in my workshops on them that when people don't learn how to manage or con- manage their anxiety. You have anxiety, you have a cousin. I just call him a cousin right next door, knocking on your door. Like yeah. depression. Depression, yes. 
just riding a rupa. If, if that person spiraled down in, 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 in anxiety, depression, riding, ready to knock on the door, to jump in and, and, and just and just and just join in that join in with that anxiety. And next thing you know, you have two issues now. You have depression yeah. and you have anxiety to deal with. You know? So it's like it's like to, to manage the anxiety is very, very important. All right. So I, and I have one more thing here. I have things like um like a nausea as a part of some of the symptoms for you know, yeah. you feeling nausea in your stomach, you're feeling upset in your stomach. I also have a dizziness or lightheaded. I think that is. Mm-hmm. With the with, when you're not breathing properly because of the panic attacks, you're yes. not breathing properly and so on. So it goes to your head and you start to feel dizzy. Right? There's something called vertigo. Mm-hmm. Right? But people who experience anxiety also experience vertigo. Well, as you talk about the dizziness. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Right, right, right. right. Um, also we talked about you're talking about the nausea that's like a, yeah. a gastrointestinal issue yeah yeah, well. right here, yeah 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 right and sometimes when the panic is too much mm. i've had a, a couple of clients um report having a blackout mm. and you are correct about the anxiety together with depression because there are people who come in mm. with both yeah right yeah yeah yeah, yeah experiencing yeah. prolonged anxiety not being able to manage it properly it affects your living it affects your ability to function normally it affects your daily life and this can lead to as randy said depression knocking on your door yeah yeah it knocks on your door knocks on your door you know we can go on and on but i don't want to go too on and on with with um too much i have all kind of thing here as um decreased libido we have um yeah. digestive issues you know and anxiety we can go on and on and some of these things are related to stress issues related to stress yes you know so it's like a really all of them is like related but i want to move on now to what do you do to help your clients who come to you with anxiety well again guys we can talk a lot about a lot of these um we have um weaknesses and fatigue but we don't want to get too much into deep into that right i like to keep my podcast concise and precise short and sweet um what we're going to get into now what do you do Naripa, to help your clients who come in with um anxiety what are some of the, the, the models you use so i primarily use cognitive behavioral therapy right as a okay. way to help clients nice. um that is essentially how you think mm-hmm. what you think about is going to influence how you feel right and how you feel is how you're going to behave or react. Mm. So we're going to look at, as Randy said, the perceived fear. We're going to look at the source of this anxiety. Mm. Where did it start? Mm. What was the event? What happened around the event? And why is it causing distress now? Mm. Right? We're going to look at the beginning also to confirm that my client is indeed dealing with anxiety. There are a couple of psychometric tests. Right, yes, 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 yes. That assess a person's experience. So you would know on a scale how much anxiety. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing about anxiety is trauma. If someone trauma. has, right. yeah, is experiencing trauma, mm-hmm. right? We know post-traumatic stress disorder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? yeah they yeah. also have elevated symptoms of anxiety. Oh, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. 
Right, right, right. And right, right. considering um, a lot of things happening in Trinidad and Tobago, yeah, a lot of clients are actually experiencing trauma. They've been mm. robbed. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Yeah. For example, um, experiencing layoffs, having problems in the family. Yeah. All these things. Yeah, and yeah. the thing is, these things, if you're not, if you can't really cope with it or manage them properly, they're going to cause problems later on. Mm. So the mm. long and short of it is we need to see where it started from. Right. right? right where right. it started. So what I do. Mm. is I look at the symptoms that are causing issues now. So mm. before I actually start with the cognitive behavioral therapy, okay. and I also use um, some aspects of dialectic behavioral therapy, such that's, as... That's, that's, that's um, DBT? Yes, yes. Dialectic behavioral therapy, okay, okay. Yes, which includes mindfulness, distress tolerance, all these things are helpful right, right. Yes, yes, for yes, a yes. client who is experiencing anxiety, right? So let's take sleep, for example. Yeah, yeah. Sleep sure. is sleep. a big factor. Yeah. And sure. if you don't get enough sleep, it makes your symptoms worse. So mm. what I do is I help them come up with a sleep routine, a bedtime sleep. routine. A sleep routine. Yes, okay. to help them set the mood for sleep so for okay. example we turn off electronics by a certain time okay we have a okay. set bedtime right yeah right right, right we right. we prepare the bedroom where you sleep mm. for exactly that sleep we incorporate a bit of journaling mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. that helps you de-stress as well mm -hmm. right we look at something called Binaural beats, which are sound waves that help. Oh, you yeah, relax. yeah, yeah, yes. I told you about them already, yes, right? Yes, 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 good, yes, yes. Good. It helps your brain relax. Yes. And yes. we also practice some deep breathing exercises. It's really a yogic exercise mm. for breath. And this helps relax the entire body. Right, 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 right. So things like this, we incorporate into something called a sleep routine, a bedtime routine. A sleep routine, yeah. I know yes. there's a there's a lot of people, um, not just only in China, we're talking about the Caribbean, um, mm -hmm. that have issues with sleeping. Sleeping mm -hmm. alone, Narupa, is, is something that um, I, I have to read books on literally by itself. Yeah. And also sleeping people, a lot of people having problems sleeping, Narupa, a lot of people. You know, yeah, well, and, stress is a big player in that. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. So I, I like how you said that you use CBT, which is cognitive mm -hmm. behavior therapy. And I also use uh, cognitive behavior therapy. Uh, it is one of the foundational methods that we learn. And um, it, it's very simple to use. It's very easy to get into. It's very easy to teach our clients about and so on. And that is like the foundation, how we, and, and how we treat most of our um uh, our, our sessions. I don't really use too much uh, DBT, which is dielectric um, behavior therapy. I also get involved. I like the use of psych positive psychology and the use mm -hmm. of solution focused brief therapy, right? Mm -hmm. And okay. solution focus is, is almost related to CBT. However, with solution focused brief therapy now, um, is basically we try to ask certain questions and we, we put the client as in charge. Uh, of, 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 of each session where we now try to help this help the clients to uh, come up with solutions for their own problems, right? right. 
And so, but sometimes it, it have a little you know, pros and cons. So sometimes I have to use the CBT, which is the cognitive behavior therapy, where your thoughts create your feelings and your feelings yes. create your actions, behavior, or words. Yes. So therefore we have, and, and, and therefore the, the, that words or our behavior or actions reinforce your thinking. And then yes, it continues yes. like a cycle. And, and therefore we have to, I have to use that as the foundation for my, for my, for my sessions and so on. Positive psychology also do help at times for, for, for anxiety, depression, and so on. Uh, it, it mostly helps Naripa with helping people and with careers, um, positive psychology helps with many aspects of their life too, as well, especially depression mm -hmm. and so on, you know? So I use those three main modules. I am now doing some work on motivational interviewing. Um, it's, okay. it's something similar to solution-focused therapy. Um, yes. Yeah, but the main foundation is CBT, which is cognitive behavior therapy as, as well. You know, a lot of people um, use um, psychoanalysis. Um, they have lots of different um, modules that people has used, but yeah. I use cognitive behavior therapy and I see that you just use it too as well. And I realize you said you use DBT, which is dielectric um, behavior therapy. Um, I also incorporate some solution focus as well as positive psychology um, within my sessions too as well. Um, you know, and now for one, one aspect of CBT, which is cognitive behavior therapy, is that you, the, the belief system or the belief, uh -huh. um, in, um, and the belief, what, what, what the clients believe, what people believe, influence their thinking. So they have some belief systems out there that clients come to, come to sessions with, that this is what they believe. And that belief system creates the, how they think. I think. Give me an example. Whenever you go through a life event, whether it's in the past or in the present, that life event now triggers your belief system. Whatever that life event is, let me say as simple as dog barking, simple as your boss cussing you out, simple as you know divorce or whatever you go through in life all that is called life event yeah Th that life event triggers now a belief inside of you that that belief system was developed based on your environment how you grew up watching your parents watching family you go to school church every single part of your environment you picked up that and create something called a belief that belief now, so when you go to a life event, that triggers your belief that this is how it's supposed to be, or this is how we, this is how you think. That belief now causes you to think a certain way, and how you think now creates that feeling, and that feeling now will create now your action or behavior, and therefore that goes along in a cycle. That now is sometimes it, it reached the point where Narupa, that is like the foundation for now your depression, anxiety, and many other major. Um, mental illnesses because of how they think that and how their belief creates that thinking, right? So let me right. give you let me give you some one or two, one or two of that of that or some belief system that we have to I have to recognize within my clients when they come to talk to me. When a client comes to talk to me about something called all or nothing thinking, when they like can, it. they must, they should, they ah. have. To. So when it has, so it's like having a concrete, so should and must statements is having a concrete idea of how people should behave. 
I should get all A's to be a good student. I must do this to, to do that. I'm that person, my, my partner must do that, or they should do that. Whenever mm-hmm. I see those kind of type of statements, I get an idea of what is their belief. Let me give another yes. one. Let me give another one. Let me give another one. Another one is called catastrophizing. That is called yeah. predicting only negative outcome for the future. Yeah. You only have negative outcome for what's going to happen in the future. That now creates a level of anxiety, a higher level of anxiety, because you only have a negative outlook of the future. And that is called catastrophizing. Okay, guys, we can go on and on. Let me give you one last one. One last one. One last one is called mind reading, which is believing you know what others are thinking. I, I get that one a lot. Like, for instance, you see, you walk into a room, you know, don't sort of think, you, you believe what everybody they're thinking. And everybody. And, thinks, and believe oh. me, is, is nothing good, eh? It's yeah. nothing good. Because yeah. you, you think people thinking the worst of you. Yeah. They yeah, yeah, criticize yeah. you, they judge you. Yeah. And this belief goes on and this actually prevents you from wanting to go out, wanting to meet people. Yeah. And stops you from being brave. Mm-hmm. And in most situations today, we need to be brave. Yeah, yeah, sure. And you see, and, and that type of thinking or, or, or belief, rather, that type of belief, it, it, it's, it, when you start to believe that, 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 that labeling, call it, you call that label, um, mm-hmm. mind reading, sorry, believing you know what others are thinking, most of the time, nobody is studying you, you know? That's true, because everybody worried about their own self. Yeah, everybody's studying their <laughs> own self. And nobody is studying you. And you think, you know, because of mind reading, you believe what everybody is thinking. So when clients come in, I look out for some of these type of belief systems, that belief thing, yeah. that the belief, so that that belief creates that, that level of thinking that creates now the feelings of anxiety. And that's why they behave a certain way. And then it goes all around in our cycle, Narupa, and then that's when it's a functioning because of that simple right. belief system, you know, and it's, 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 it's something that we deal with as to our clients, Narupa, and, um, you know, so CBT helps with that. Cognitive behavior therapy really do help with um, helping to identify mm-hmm. that thought processing, and then now when they identify that thought process, you now have to identify you now what type of um, what type of negative belief system is that? So for, for me and my clients, now I had to do some journaling. I was, I, was, I was talking about journaling before. You write down as, as, um, what are they thinking at that point in time, and then yeah. write down what type of negative um, belief system is that? What is, what, so you have about 11 of them. Some, 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 wow. some, some yeah. have more. So they have to go through that and, lab, and, and label and give me what exactly, what type of thought is that? And then now they have to say, you know, okay, how can I think differently within that situation? What, First, what we the, need to look for the evidence. Yes. What evidence is there to show yes. that, you know, yes. everybody is looking at me and judging me. Yes, evidence. And that is key. And that is very important to us yeah. as well. Um, so, Naripa, thank you very much. The, um, we can talk on and on. And you know what? Guys, oh, wait, before we go, before we go, yeah, let's sure. look at not only therapy um, is used to help with, with anxiety and stress, a, a big part about, about managing anxiety and stress is your ability to cope, oh, right? Yes, yes. yes. If, you, if you don't really have any kind of coping skills to help you mm. manage your daily stress, mm. the stress compounds and it hits you with a block of anxiety. 
Mm. So what I also incorporate in my work with my clients, mm. I also talk about exercise. Ah. So, right. Awesome. So Randy, let's hear, let's hear how exercise helps you. Now, watch me. When I tell you Naripa, exercise is one of the best things I, I just do that help me with anxiety too as well. I'm a gay story. And this, I always talk about this story. I always talk about this story. Yeah. It's not some years ago that I was feeling real down, real down, real high level of anxiety, real, I wasn't feeling good at all, Naripa. But them days I was going to gym, eh? And um, them days, that, that particular time, I, I, had a, I had a life event, a life event. I don't want to go through the life event, but it was a life event that had me feeling really down and out, high level of anxiety. I wasn't, you know, just this tenseness, just tenseness, yes. just, just tense. And I, I tell myself, I crawl up in my bed, Narupa, and I say, but you see me, I, I good, I good, I ain't going nowhere. I crawl up in my bed, Narupa, feeling, you know, down and everything. And I have a bridge in a corner because I had, I had a gym partner. All the time we go in gym, eh? but I ain't feeling it. I ain't feeling it. So my gym partner, big up to Jeremy, enough respect to Jeremy. I'm a gym partner from a long time. Jeremy come and say, boy, what, you ain't going to gym? I say, boy, I ain't, uh, I say, boy, we're going to gym. We're going to gym. Let's go. Let's go. I say, I, I just, I just find this strength to curl out my bed. And I went and yeah. I went and I went in the gym now, Rupert. And when in the gym now, I started pump iron like, like crazy. I pumping iron. You believe that after I finished that workout, I felt way better, much better, feeling good. I could have think better to analyze the situation I was going through, come up with solutions, write them down, yeah. and then continue work. I'm like, I'm like, now I line, I dress back the night or the couple of days after I dress, I rock back. And I say, but wait now, Randy. All this time I go into school studying psychology or a master's degree or whatever, whatever. And I realized one of the main solutions is right in front of me, exercising. And because I exercised now, Rupa, that was so good in helping me with my anxiety and that, level, and that level of depression I was going through at that point in time. And I didn't know, and I didn't study it. It's only after when I started reading more about exercise and anxiety and so on and, and how it helps out, I realized now dieting now helps. Ah, dieting so helps. To manage your anxiety. Right. Yeah, I'm glad you, you talk about that because yeah. the foods we eat can also have a negative impact mm. on how we feel and how we think as well. Mm. So um, I also incorporate alternative treatments in mental health. Mm. Things like exercise, diet. Yeah. yeah. Um, I would recommend they stay off caffeinated beverages right right right, uh, right we right. also look at a healthy balanced diet for your mental health as well mm. so we reduce the amount of gluten we consume mm. how much processed carbohydrates yeah processed yeah, yeah, sugars yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. fried foods we mm. want to eat as clean as possible right. and it right. it is not only good for your waistline it's good for your brain <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 you don't know you don't know and I, I want to say right. thank you very much, Narupa, because um, exercise, and I, I, I forgot about that. And thank you for reminding me of, of that, mm. because that experience that I had, I never forget it. Never, never forget it. And everybody who come to me about um, anxiety as far as possible, as far as possible, I try to encourage them to do some level of walking. Yes. Or so, if, if they can't walk, some level of contracting and releasing of them, of, of the, some, of some parts right. of the, of the shoulders, 
some part of it where it, it, you can feel the tension leaving you and squeezing your hand and feel the tension leaving you. Some part of it because exercise really did help. Uh, I don't want to get into the science of what it does to the brain, but whoo, Dairupa, when I say mm. I felt so much better, I felt so much better and it was really, really awesome. And I want to thank God for that. And um, before, we, before we close, and I, I want to say this too as well, before we close up, I was doing some, um, some, some research and so on into the spiritual um, healing of anxiety, right? When I say spiritual, I mean biblical. And I was just listening to one of my favorite pastors, Pastor Randy Skeet. Um, I, he's, he from, he's from Barbados, but he's living in, in the States. And he was talking about ang being anxious and anxiety. And he was talking about, you know, some parts of that, you know, once you have a level of trust with God and so on, um, you don't have to feel anxious or anxiety. I don't, I don't talk to all my clients about this, but once my client talk, wants to talk about the spirituality, about, yes, about anxiety, yes. then, then you bring it up. Then, then I bring it up. Then exactly. I bring it up and so on. And that, that is when I try to encourage them about how God can help you out with your anxiety, how God can, you know, um, relieve you of, of, of some of your, your pains and burdens and so on. And therefore you don't have to worry about certain things. And, you yes. know, and, 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 you know, so, uh, you know, uh, we don't want to get into it, but one of these days, now we, 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 we could get into the spiritual yes. of yes. anxiety, right? And all these are just nice ideas for more podcasts and so on. Coping guys, skills is one. Mm -hmm. We need to look at coping skills, things people can practice on a daily basis to help yeah, them deal with stress. Yeah, 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 right? yeah, yeah. The spiritual aspect of mental health mm -hmm, and how mm -hmm. it heals people how it gives them yeah. support yeah you yeah, know, you yeah. have a lot of good we need to write this down though yeah yeah sure yeah well I, i'm writing on a little bit as we go along so mm -hmm. um yeah I'm, I'm literally writing on as we go along because you know <laughs> just some other nice ideas now we probably can come across with um with with, with the help individuals especially around this time and so on and I know this yes. is going to be on, 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 on different social networks and so on. But Narupa, I want you to let the, let, let the folks out there know how they, how, how they can reach you. What, what is some what is, ways that you could, what is your social media platform or how they can reach you? They say like they're going through some issue and they say, listen, I want to talk to Narupa. How, they, how can they reach you? Well, I haven't set up my website as yet. That's still okay. in progress. But I do have Instagram. So okay, I practice under the name Eveni. Te ipsum, which is Latin for find yourself. Awesome. So it's it's not my my premise is that it's not your lost, mm -hmm. but true therapy, yeah, true practices like journaling, mm. exercise, these things could help you really discover who you are mm. and help you live a more fulfilling life. Right, 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 so, right, right. Um, I can be contacted um via email at eveni therapy. Mm. dot com at gmail.com right, right. and um my phone number well randy mm. you could list it in your dialogue at the bottom okay yeah yeah sure 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 i will list it out and within it within the comment within the um description yes. section guys i'm going to put narupa's number in the description section um obviously guys to reach me i can reach me almost anywhere so you could reach me on youtube <laughs> self -help mastery project self-help mastery project instagram page you can reach me 688 sorry 86 Eight, that, is, that is our local number, 868-688-6758. You can reach me on Twitter, guys. You can reach me on WhatsApp, guys. Um, we are all, I'm all over, no repairs, all over. And, and we do help individuals. Mostly, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, so we, we help individuals and so on, guys. 
Um, Naripa, I'm hoping that we can talk to you again. In fact, I'm going to talk to you again. So we're going to have more conversations like this again um, and so on. So we can help as much people um, uh, with their mental health issues and so on. And, you know, we're going to invite more guests, Naripa. We're going to invite more of guests on and just, just talk their experiences or talk what they do to help others and so on. Even um, some individuals and business people, what they do to, 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 to manage their stress and to manage their and to cope with their and level of anxiety too as well. So guys, so, so guys, I want to thank you very much for listening to this podcast. Um, this is also a self-help mastery project um, podcast. I'm going to leave a link where you can listen to more episodes of um, our, our podcast and so on. And you can also follow Narupa in her, in, on her Instagram page. I'm going to put the link in the description too as well. And uh, so Narupa, thank you very much for coming across. I'm going to contact you again. We're going to have more and more discussions moving forward. All right, Narupa, you have anything you want to close off with? Anything you want to talk and say? Close off? No, I, I guess we covered everything pretty much. Okay, sure. And sure. and anything we want to bring up now, you know, there's an entire new episode. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, guys. Thank you very much, guys. And I will see you on the next one.